What's up, theater nerds? Welcome to Storytime with Caitlin, unofficially called Sleepy Time. This is a series you can put right before you fall asleep so you can actually sleep. Kidding. Today's episode will be a reading of Love You Forever by Robert Munch. A mother held her new baby and very slowly rocked him back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And while she held him, she sang, I'll love you forever, I'll like you for always, as long as I'm living, my baby you'll be. The baby grew. He grew and he grew and he grew. He grew until he was two years old, and he ran all around the house, and he pulled all the books off the shelves, he pulled all the food out of the refrigerator, and he took his mother's watch and flushed it down the toilet. Sometimes his mother would say, This kid is driving me crazy! But at night time, when that two-year-old was quiet, she opened the door to his room, crawled across the floor, looked up over the side of his bed, and if he was really asleep, she picked him up and rocked him back and forth back and forth back and forth and while she rocked him she sang i'll love you forever i'll like you for always as long as i'm living my baby you'll be the little boy grew he grew and he grew and he grew he grew until he was nine years old and he never wanted to come in for dinner He never wanted to take a bath, and when Grandma visited, he always said bad words. Sometimes, his mother wanted to sell him to the zoo. But at nighttime, when he was asleep, the mother quietly opened the door to his room, crawled across the floor, looked up over the side of the bed. If he was really asleep, she picked up that nine-year-old boy and rocked him back and forth back and forth, back and forth. And while she rocked him, she sang, I'll love you forever, I'll like you for always, as long as I'm living, my baby you'll be. The boy grew. He grew and he grew and he grew. He grew until he was a teenager. He had strange friends, and he wore strange clothes, and he listened to strange music. Sometimes his mother felt like she was in a zoo. But at nighttime, when that teenager was asleep, the mother opened the door to his room, crawled across the floor, and looked up over the side of the bed. If he was really asleep, she picked up that great big boy and rocked him back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. While she rocked him, she sang, I'll love you forever, I'll like you for always, as long as I'm living, my baby you'll be. That teenager grew. He grew and he grew and he grew. He grew until he was a grown-up man. He left home and got a house across town. 
But sometimes, on dark nights, the mother got into her car and drove across town. If all the lights in her son's room were out, she opened his bedroom window, crawled across the floor, and looked up over the side of his bed. If that great big man was really asleep, she picked him up and rocked him back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And while she rocked him, she sang, I'll love you forever, I'll like you for always, as long as I'm living, my baby you'll be. Well, that mother, she got older, she got older and older and older. One day she called up her son and said, you'd better come see me because I'm very old and sick. So her son came to see her. When he came in the door, she tried to sing the song. She sang, I love you forever. I'll like you for always. But she couldn't finish because she was too old and sick. The son went to his mother. He picked her up and rocked her back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And he sang this song. I'll love you forever. I'll like you for always. As long as I'm living, my mommy will be. When the sun came home that night, he stood for a long time at the top of the stairs. Then he went into the room where his very new baby daughter was sleeping. He picked her up in his arms and very slowly rocked her back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And while he rocked her, he sang, I'll love you forever, I'll like you for always, as long as I'm living, my baby you'll be. Love You Forever is a very classic childhood story that I'm pretty sure I heard 50,000 times throughout my entire childhood. And that's not to say that it's not a great story. It's one of the best stories I feel like that exists out there for children's storybooks. But, you know, I feel like, for me, I don't like it. I don't like stuff being overplayed because it kind of loses that whole magical effect of it. The first time that I ever read love you forever or technically it was my mom who read it to me because i couldn't read at that time i remember crying and i just remembered how beautifully simple that story was like you know when you read at it like from different stages of life you know as a child you just think it's a really good story and you could fall asleep to it as a teenager you know, you're like, oh, I don't, I don't need this story. And as a parent, it could mean a lot different because the, the biggest takeaway from it is that a parent and a child's bond will always be forever. And, you know, that could be in a good way. It could be in a bad way. But Love You Forever kind of captures that sacred parental bond, you know, that you, you never lose that connection with your parent. And, you know, through, in the book, it's shown through a mother and a son towards the end of the book it's with a father and a daughter and 
there's just a lot of a lot of things that you can unpack and a lot of symbolism things that you can use with this book but i think you know it's something that's not that you can overanalyze a lot but the biggest thing that you have to remember that it is a story about love and how love is important you know with everything that's going on these days we we're starting to realize simple things that we never knew that we were grateful for and a lot of people are finally spending time with the with family and you know it's very unfortunate if you're stuck with people with a family that doesn't completely bring out the best of you but it's so strange because you start to realize those people like people like maybe your biological family your chosen family your adoptive family any of your families you get to see who they are and for me it has definitely given me a lot of definition in my chosen family because chosen families are basically your friends and your and the friends that you choose to always be by your side. And you know, I'm learning a lot more of that and how there's so much power in each chosen family group. And one of the things is for me is like I never knew that I was going to find a feeling of family within a specific group and I have and it's it has made me so grateful because I don't think that I would have ever had these moments with them if it wasn't for this. So there's so much to be grateful, guys. There's so much out there that could be seen from a place of love rather than regret and fear. And it's important for us to remember that love is what fuels us to be better. And so that doesn't, it doesn't just come from being loved or loving someone else. It comes from also loving yourself and being who you are. So, you know, with everything that's going on, I challenge you guys to find that place of love. Whether it is in a family member like it was in the book, or within yourself, or within a best friend, a significant other. Hold on to that hope, and hold on to that love, and be better, and do better because of it. Because a world without love is a world without any light or joy. So, thank you for tuning in with me in this episode. Don't forget to catch tomorrow's episode, which is Shakespearean's Code with Denwin. I'll see you next week. Bye!